This scoring update is brought to you by LMNOP. That's right, LMNOP, the alphabet's rhythm section. Welcome to Tea with Kehoe. I live in one room with a good view of a wall I make cups of tea and wander in the hall I sit on my bed and cut my fingernails I try on a shirt that I bought as a jungle set. Here we go Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, good whenever you happen to be listening Welcome, welcome to Tea with Kehoe I am Kehoe, I have my tea, I have my pipe, and I have bad news. Last week I was going to mention it, but Dan stopped over and we talked bills. And uh, that was good. One of the things I can do sometimes is turn off uh, a bad feeling, you know. And just not think about it for a little bit. I mean, you can't ignore it, but it you can put it on pause. And that's what I did last week when Dan was here talking bills. Uh, I could focus on that, that conversation, that moment, and put the other bad things that were going on aside for just a little bit. But this can't continue and so I'm going to spend the rest of this show show blah shoe what's that shoe uh the rest of this show uh talking about the ending of comedy sports and uh, it's hard I joined I joined comedy sports in 2004. I had just gotten divorced and had gone through bullshit. And I don't know if it was, you know, meant to be serendipitous, you know, good, just timing. You know, comedy is all about timing. And I guess this was classic, perfect timing. Uh, I was in a gym stakeout on the corner of Allen and uh, Elmwood. Next, I remember exactly where I was. I was in the booth next to the window looking out onto Allen Street and I was reading the art voice and I happened to see in the back of the art voice um, a ad for a improv audition for a improv comedy troupe team never heard of comedy sports and you know honestly i believe i had heard of comedy sports early on in the early 90s but i wasn't in the mind frame or mindset to you know go see it for some reason and it wasn't i just i do remember seeing ads uh but that was about it and so i had never heard of them i had no idea what it was about but I was like, I was watching Whose Line uh, from England at the time and really enjoying it. And I had done stand-up and I had, 
I thought good comedic timing, and I was like, damn it, I can do that. I'm going to call them up, and I'm going to see if I can do this. And I called, and it was the next day. So I, just the right time. So they had availability, you know, he said, I could come on in, and I auditioned. And I got in the group, class of 2004. And as far as closing goes, there was two of us left from the class of 2004. And, I, you know, so, I'm sorry, I'm trying to put it all together. I was thinking about this all day and what I was going to say and how I, how I was going to say it. And then when you get to it and you're standing here in front of the damn mic and you're like... Like I said, I don't write this stuff down. I don't, I might think about it in that sort of realm, but I don't script it out. I, there's nothing written. So my train of thought is very fluid right now. So I, just warning you, it's going to jump all over the freaking place. So when I joined, uh, there was 12 of us. And throughout the years, uh, comedy sports moved. And, uh, but throughout the first year or two, that 12 whittled down to four. And within another year or two, it whittled down to two. And Brian and I were uh, the proud members of class of 2004. And we were at Comics Cafe at the time. And I immediately jumped into... uh, being Mr. Voice and doing the announcing. And so I was right in there, right from the get-go, but didn't get on stage until July of that year. And from that point, it was just, um, there was one moment which sticks in my head as like that early moment. Uh, I was doing a song, and the song was about a puppy dog. And... Then an eagle swooped in and picked up the puppy dog and dropped... It It got dark. Needless to say, it was a song about a puppy and being attacked by an eagle. And it got dark. But it got a lot of good laughs. And during intermission, uh, we're in the green room, and Randy says, Wow, who knew? Kehoe was funny. And it, you know, I knew, but... It felt really good that to get that. That was like that early moment where you're like, damn, yes. So that was that was probably 2000 and end of 2004, maybe 2005. But that doesn't matter the time. But then we moved from Commons Cafe to the Riviera. And we took a little bit of time to go there and it was good. It was huge. I mean, we was a, a eleven hundred seat theater, and a big stage, deep and full, and the front row of the audience was basically a quarter mile away. It seemed like, so it was tough to really perform in that room sometimes. But we made it work, and that's where I learned to, you know, project and just be. And uh, we did. You know, smaller shows at like Magruder's, I think, and at Dwyer's, and but we found our home at the arena in two thousand and ten, 
and we were there until just last Monday. And throughout those years, people joined and became part of the family, and people left either due to, you know, personal reasons, um, just life, you know, nothing ever bad, just, you know, people come and go. And they're always family. I don't care if you uh, did one show back in, you know, 2005. You're still a comedy sportser and an athlete. I always was never a fan of that word. Uh, <laughs> you are a part of the family. And that's, you know, a big part of what comedy sports was. It felt like a family. And I always said that people here in Buffalo were my brothers and sisters and everyone else who is out there who do you know who does this in you know from Seattle and Los Angeles and San and San Jose and Sacramento on the west coast to Boston and Richmond and New York and Buffalo here on the east coast and the Texas League and, you know, the Midwest and Milwaukee, where it all started, they are my cousins and uh, they are my uh, favorite people. So when we go to a world championship, uh, that's why I tend, you know, my rule was I'm not going to hang out with my team that much during that week because I see them every week, every, you know, all the time. It was those cousins that I didn't get to see all the time that I wanted to hang with. So that's uh, what I would do. And I think that, you know, that worked for me. And we hosted World Championships in 2013, and we won. I mean, it's, it's, it's easy for the home team to win, but it still feels good. You know, we've, we've never been in the finals other than the year we hosted world championships and that's fine I mean do I think we have deserved it in some years maybe did I think that we would ever get into the finals other than being in our hometown no that's fine you know it's not about being the finals it's not about being you know the best improver you know the best team I mean it kind of is a little bit but it's not about that it's about performing for the people that you love for the fans giving it your all and you know letting it all hang out and that's what we did and I tried to do that every week and I hope it showed and I hope it was appreciated but it's tough Because I wanted to go out whenever it was, whenever I was going to go out. I wanted to go out on my own terms. And this was not my terms. I don't know how the decision was made. I'm not 
I only knew Monday morning, Monday after, you know, that as of immediately, we are closed. No one knew. Some people knew, but as far as the group in itself, no one saw it coming. Maybe if someone said something three, six months ago, hey, if we don't do something soon, we're not going to be around anymore. Maybe we as a creative group of people could have come up with something. I don't know. We just didn't have a chance. We didn't have the opportunity to come up with anything. It was decided for us. And it's probably for the right reasons. And I'm not questioning... Well, no, I am questioning the reasons. I'm questioning why. I I have to. Uh, Did they have, you know, any skin in the game? Did they care? As much as we did. I don't know. I didn't know a few of the board members, so I don't know who they were and why they made the decisions they made. And will I ever get any answers? I don't think so. And, I mean, that is what it is. And I, you know, I say that a lot, and most times it's one of those, yeah, you know what it is, but this time it's bullshit. It is what it is. It's not what it should be. We should have been told with enough time and with enough compassion, I guess, to let us, you know, do what we could do. And if we couldn't save it, at least we fucking tried. At least we gave it a shot. I don't know if we gave it a shot. I don't know that. I don't, you know, did did we give it a shot? Did we try something different? Did we, you know, decide to move? Did we decide to shift? Did we decide to take a break? No, we just, uh, we quit. Close it up. I don't... I'm not a fan of that move. I'm not a fan of where I'm... Am right now, you know. I don't want to be reminiscing about comedy sports. I want to be saying, yeah, we need to take a few a few months break to financially collect ourselves and put ourselves on more solid ground. That sounds like a plan. Don't know. So what what happens now? That's the question. What happens now? Oh, yeah. Uh, One question that was not asked of the group. uh, What would it take? What would it take to keep comedy sports open? They didn't ask us. We could have come up with some really good ideas, I think. What would it take? Would have been a wonderful question to ask. So, where do we go from here? As far as comedy sports, I do not know. Uh, As far as I know, the license, the 
franchise license of, of Comedy Sports Buffalo has been surrendered and is done. Will someone pick up a new one under a new uh, licensing way? I don't know how, how you phrase these things. You know, we were a non-for-profit. Do we become a for-profit with an owner, with a group of owners, with, you know, something different than what we had? Does that happen? I would like to think it could. Would I be a part of that? Maybe. If there was the right sort of conditions, I absolutely think I could be a part of that. But if it starts up without me, would I be a part of it? I would like to think I would be. But who knows? But where do I go from here? Excuse me. As far as a performer. What do I do? I mean, for just short of 18 years, I have performed with comedy sports. Uh, There was a count several years back about the number of matches performed by uh, the group. And I was second on that list with number of performances. Uh, Brian was ahead of me uh, by a couple hundred because he refs a whole lot. He was the referee for ton of shows most of the shows he was our best ref by far hands down I think he was our best ref and I don't think there was anyone in the group who would argue with that point but as uh, as a player I far and away had had that you know numbers and at the end of the whole time as far as Monday, I don't know how many shows I performed in, but it's well over 750, maybe 800 shows. And I just don't... Having that stage, having that outlet, no matter if it was on hiatus or not during this pandemic, which actually made uh, it a little easier to take because we had taken so many breaks because of the pandemic and we had to stop and we had to adjust but we still practiced on Monday nights and we still uh, did Zoom shows when we could and we tried and we we were were making it work the best we could and uh, so it made it easier when it did happen you know this past Monday was the first Monday where I truly, there was no rehearsal. We hadn't had a bunch in a while, like because of the pandemic, and we would go online and do it when we could, but we were meeting in person for a while and we was getting back to it. And Mondays, since I joined 2004, Monday nights was rehearsal. And this was the first Monday where there absolutely was not the potential, the possibility, 
the chance of rehearsal. And that was a weird feeling. And where do I go from here? Well, I'm going to keep doing my one-man show. And I'm going to keep doing what I can. I'm doing a Tunes with Kehoe on Station Head. And I've got this idea that I'm going to uh, start doing there. Uh, telling stories using music. Uh, and see where that goes. But I'm going to keep performing in some way or another. And I'm going to... Every time I go walking down the street and I see a building that is, you know, unoccupied and open, you know, you can see inside, it's just open space, nothing's there. And I always joke, oh, that'd be a, that's a good place for a theater. Oh, yeah, that'd be a good place for a theater. Oh, look at this one. Ooh, apart from that pillar, that'd be a good place for a theater. Well, I think I'm kind of looking for that place now. There's no plans. There's no concreteness right now. But I need a stage to perform on. So why not um, build my own? So where do I go from here? This year we'll find out. This year we'll find out. So I don't know if this makes any sense to anybody else or anyone cares. It sort of helped me a little bit. I mean, I, I'm glad I took the week because uh, the couple moments where I uh, kind of went to tears a little would have been 10 times worse last week. And I don't know if I would have gotten through it. I don't know if any of this was worth it for anybody else but me. But I will miss so much. And it hurts. It still fucking hurts. So, if you've gotten this far listening to this, what the fuck's your problem? Thanks. There's a lot of things to do. There's Francis Bacon Experiment and the Rocky Horror Group. There's Anatomy of Something Unseen. And who knows what's next? One door opens, or one door closes, another door opens. 
I just wasn't prepared for doors. I so next week we'll be back to just dumb silliness because that right there is kind of what I do dumb silliness I'm just gonna do my ending like I would any other time it's not about the tea it's about the time spent Uh, fuck time I spent the time I spent in comedy sports has been the best thing ever in my life I mean my children come first in comedy sports because it's given me a future wife. The best friends anyone could have. And a second family. So it's definitely about the time spent. <laughs>